Oh, Tiffany! Hey, what's up, Shay? Oh, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I mean, okay. Like, by okay. the way, Adrian just texted me and said that she'll be meeting up with us. Um, she's trying to find parking, so she okay. should be here soon. Okay, well. But, I'm okay. I just, I got caught up. Like, Jess is being so weird and, like, sketchy <laughs> as hell after the breakup last week. So, like, she asked me if we could talk, and I went over what? her house real quick to, like, give her back her hair tie. Wait, wait, and, don't, like, don't tell me you, you two just hooked up, what? right? What? No, no. Then explain to me why it looks like you haven't dry shampooed your hair all week. <sighs> Tiff, rude. I'm doing it because I'm going on a coconut detox all week. Okay, rule well, number three <laughs> is that you can't shampoo or dry shampoo your hair. <laughs> Yo, Shay, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, come here. Like, give me your hands real quick. No! All right, fine. She got really jealous when her friend told her that, like, she saw me on I knew it. I knew it. And I guess she just took her anger out on me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Her friend saw Stop you it. on Bumble? Yeah, she saw me on Bumble. Like, I've been downloading all the apps, like, all of them, like, Hinge and Tinder and Bumble and her. i just been trying to get my <laughs> mind off her lately, you know? Yo, yo, but let me ask you, how's that actually been treating you, huh? Mm, it's been going okay, I mean, I guess. Like, I like I beat the game on Tinder. <laughs> wait, wait, you beat the game on Tinder. What yeah. is this, like Mario Kart or something? I mean, sort of. Like, I searched within a 30-mile radius around here, and there's no woman out there. Like, what's going on? There's a drought. Like, if I go <laughs> beyond that distance, you better be my future wife, because I'm not about to take a day trip out there for your ass. Like, I have goals. <laughs> I have goals, okay? Like, I'm trying to patent the first non-degradable brand of lesbian deodorant that gets on cappuccino <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, you told moms, me that. You told like, me that. <sighs> okay. So don't say anything, but uh, the other now? night, what now? I went out with this girl, and her name is Sonia, and like, holy fucking shit, she was fucking hot. Like, <laughs> she had the sexiest neck tattoo, she was Peruvian, and she was like, kind of masculine, you know, but like, kind of not. Yeah, but, like, like in between. Like, with long hair, you know? Yeah, yeah. So like, she wore the snapback that was like, said, like, call me daddy, <laughs> and she was so entrancing. So like, anyway, she was super romantic, she took me on the beach, and we made out for like 20 minutes and then she took oh me back to her place God. where I met her dog Guinness and then I met her lesbian roommate which I met at Pride this past year during a smoke sesh. Oh I'm so. sure. Anyway I bailed out early after she played with my hair on the couch for a little bit because I was like <laughs> oh my god like she has to be a player like there's no uh, way. Yeah she probably is. I mean text one the no one bitch. <laughs> like honestly I would just do you and take your time because you still need time to hey, heal from Jess. Hey what's up bitches? Hi Adrian. Hi Yo. Adrian. Summer. Oh, come here, give me a hug. Uh, no, 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 me first. Oh my god, like, Shay, I am so sorry to hear about your breakup. Like, whenever that shit happens to me, I just sweat it out on hot yoga vinyasa yoga <laughs> session, and then, like, I go to the store, like, like Trader Joe's or something, get Halo Top ice cream, you know? Like, Why it kind of, like, makes me feel, like, guilty, but, like, not guilty, you know? Like, but it'll be okay. <sighs> yeah, like, I hope so. Like, I miss her. I'm like, you know, I was kind of attached. Yeah, girl, better like, I mean, if you do need someone to vent to, just know that I'm here for you. Like, last summer, I know was quite difficult with me and Jess, like, ending things and you two, like, starting the date, but a lot has changed since then, and now you are, like, all moving and have her out of your life. Like, yeah, I know. we can all be single lesbian housewives of yes, San Diego, please. but, like, single, you know? Like, yeah. hot girl fall, hot girl fall for this ass, I gotta fall, you know? <laughs> but you're like, I'm serious, though. 
like this small ass city ain't <laughs> Yo, seen shit I can't with y'all, I can't. Okay, wait, hold on, time out. This is a really good conversation, but I need to go pee, so like hold my purse. Yeah, I got you, I got you. By the way, Tiffany, do they have any like gender neutral bathrooms back there since you like, you know, came <laughs> this out? This is none of your business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you still gotta choose the stall wisely because like people are still gross as fuck. I mean, yeah, know? obviously. So I'll pick a good one just for you, okay? Okay, bye. That sounds great. Yo, what? Yo, why is this purse like 20 pounds? What the hell is in here? Oh, probably dental dance and tampons. Why are you mad, mad cheesing right now? <laughs> like, did you did you get laid last night? Uh, yeah, I got laid last night. You remember that girl that like you were talking to last month when you said that like she tasted like a vegan or whatever? You were like, what'd you say? Like a fruitarian? Like the <laughs> I banana? Said the you know? Natural vegan and you two were like up till like five o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Yeah, well, it was like that. So her name was Sonia, and uh, she had like the sexiest Sonia? neck tattoo. Sonia? Like she wore a snapback that said like "Call me daddy," oh, even though like I God, wanted to call her Bobby. It's oh. like anyway. So she bought me a cup filled drinks, and she wanted to buy me one more. And I was like, uh, "Can you actually buy me a wet floor sign? Because like you're making me feel some type of way, you know?" Oh like, my God. <laughs> so hey, like she's an Uber ride later. Up, she uh, she brought me home, and I met her dog Guinness. Like. I love Guinness. Like, I love that beer. But ever since I converted to vegan, like, since all the lesbians are doing it, which is fine, but just, like, please shave your armpits, you know? But anyways, I stopped because you know that, like, it has, like, sheep stomach in it or something like that, Yo, right? that sounds what? Okay, level. well, first of all, that's gross. And second, good luck. But no, I was talking about the girl's dog because Guinness's daddy, or should I say, Poppy. Oh, and I did there it last go. night while listening to Young M.A. and Snow the Products. Wait, what? Look, it was Taco to it was Taco Tuesday yesterday, and I was with this girl last night, Yo. and I met her dog Guinness. Uh, does she have a neck tattoo? Oh. Like, does she have long hair and a snapback that says "Call me Daddy"? Oh my God, you boned the girl that played with my hair the other day. <laughs> uh, AJ, why didn't you tell me this? Hold on, hold on. I can explain, okay? Like, first of all, this girl don't mean shit. Like, I only hung out with her for the first time this week. Plus, all that drama that happened between you and I last summer. The last thing. I I want to do is mess things up between our friendship uh, since yeah, we have the same things as you know. Hold on, time out. Okay. Yo, isn't that daddy at uh, my fourth show club? is? Look at her ugly ass. But Tiffany, ain't that your ex with daddy uh, at your phone? Yep, that's her. That sure is her. Oh my god. Like, what the hell is my life right now? I'm gonna die an old cat lady. Like, that's it. That's it. You're I'm dying funny. an old cat lady. funny. But it still doesn't explain why, like, she texted me yesterday, but whatever. Like, alright, let's just get out of here, y'all. Yo, what's the word, hummingbird? I'm Tiffany Durr, and welcome to Authentically Outspoken a podcast dedicated to the LGBT community where I share open-minded experiences and perspectives in hopes for others to cultivate their inner power, voice, and truest selves. Let's face it, life is not always meant to be lived in just black and white. Discover and love the complexities of who you are, and let's together paint a more open-minded world. Okay, so hopefully you like that little skit I made. <laughs> I would say that that particular scenario is to the extreme, but in my experience in life, like, it actually isn't. So today's podcast is gonna be pretty short, 
I'm gonna briefly touch on just how small, how freaking small the gay community is. Share some thoughts and some tips on meeting new people and expanding your circle. So if you've listened to the second podcast and the second episode, which is called Why Lesbians U-Haul, you'll learn that the LGBT community and more specifically lesbians are at risk for high-strung romantic emotions for each other. And when the local gay community is so small, chances are the people you've dated, one of your friends may have too. Like the, it's so incredibly small sometimes. So I grew up in the DC and Baltimore area and combined that is also known as the DMV. And it's crazy how two huge metropolitan and large cities can have such a small group of people in the gay community. DC and Baltimore are like around maybe 30 miles from each other, but according to the 2012 Census Bureau, the DMV, which is a short acronym for DC, Maryland, and Virginia area, packs in close to 10 million residents. Yet, here I am having drinks with my old friend's ex from four years ago. Like, I don't know, it's not adding up. I remember it created havoc when I was caught up in romance and partying for the wrong reasons. Like, I was constantly on the hunt, acting like there was a drought and I was in the safari desert trying to find a damn drop of lesbian water. Like, I felt like the type of woman I was into, they were either straight or taken. And I seriously got annoyed and constantly, constantly frustrated with myself, you know? You know the feeling of when you try looking for something and just roadblocks keep on getting in your way? Like, it makes you even more frustrated with yourself. Like, that literally was me for I don't even know how many years. I spent around six years guest bartending for one of the area's most popular and actually only monthly lesbian events. So you would think that I would have some, like, inside scoop into meeting new people and just knowing everyone but actually that wasn't the case so in fact it got me even more even more in trouble like I end up neglecting friendships and although I never got caught up in like crazy ass drugs or anything like I did get part uh, caught up in partying and women and like really just a whole bunch of emptiness it's like it was just, I felt like everything was in scarcity and I just, I just didn't like it. It just didn't feel, it didn't feel like me. So fast forward six years later, I'm living in San Diego now in a brand new metropolitan area and I'm finally exposed to a brand new community. And I'm not gonna lie, like it's a nice feeling the feeling of not being uh, connected to anyone right away, you know? Like, no L word, lesbian web going on, no ties, no trouble, just freshies, freshies everywhere. And it's funny though, I ended up moving here for many reasons, and I'll probably get to them one day, but my lesbian friend also lived out here Uh, She actually gave me the courage to just pick up all my shit and just move because I'm not a tree, you know, just move. And it turns out she was playing on Bumble and met up with a girl that she ran into at a gay club all the way in New York City. So like we're from the DMV. She now lives out in San Diego. And then she met a girl like at a club randomly in New York City and then 
somehow matched with her in Bumble in San Diego because the girl from New York City moved to San Diego not too long ago. So they all met up for San Diego Pride and you fast forward a couple months now and later like we're all friends getting a place together soon. So I feel like it's the equivalent of living in a small town, you know, like everything you say, everything you do goes around the loop, whether it's true or not. So the big question of the day is, what do you do when your gay community is so small and you feel like you've saturated the entire area like a Easter egg hunt gone wrong? I think this is a really complex question. Like the easy answer, which is easier said than done, is just to get up and move somewhere. Like you live in just one little tiny city in a population of eight or so billion on this planet. So bounds are, one of them is gonna like you. Second thing is, is just go out and socialize. Like, get out of the house. Your cat will be fine. Like, you can read your romance novels later, but just get out. Like, when I went out in San Diego for the first time, I just moved there with, I think it was like within five days. I didn't wanna be a loner. Like, I was in a brand new city. It's beautiful here. Like, I just wanted to socialize and I came from a background of, you know, where I went with some issues in my life where I just became very, very antisocial. So I figured this is the time to grow. I need to get out of my boundaries and just meet more people. So I took my friends to this girls that like girls that like to hike <laughs> happy hour. And I, uh, I did meet some amazing people there and I'm glad I just went like, just get out. Don't mope. Don't go in your house and, you know, bank on finding your boo all the way in Russia through her DMs on Instagram, you know? The last thing is this. Stop being so damn close-minded. I'm gonna say that again. Stop being so damn close-minded. Not just a lesson for y'all, but it's something that I, has really been opening my eyes up the last like six or seven months like I've been there and I'm still somewhat there but I have come a long way for seeing a person for who they are not just necessarily always what they look like or how long uh or how they come off or anything else that matters in that regard like I'm not gonna lie I still catch myself but when I'm actually conscious of it I focus on the person and sometimes out of it it if it's not a romance like it it comes a great friendship connection, or maybe I'll pick up on some amazing uh, gold nuggets from learning from them. So when we embrace humans organically for who they are, we find connections and common grounds like everywhere. So she may not have long dark hair. She may not be Latin, which I typically have gone for in the past, but she could have maybe medium length hair, like my dirty blonde or something and be Middle Eastern. So she may not be a dancer or an artist, but she could be the president of a nonprofit organization, which takes an incredible amount of creativity too, you know? She may have a child. And, you know, for me, particularly in the longest time, I was very against, uh, for some reason, dating bisexual women or dating people who have kids. And I wonder why I was so against it for so long. And I feel like, side note, a lot of lesbians are so against dating women of different sexualities and things of that nature. But 
you have to realize, and this is something that I've been learning, like everyone has a backstory. Not everyone sees life the way that you see it through your eyes. And I'm going to say that again, not everyone sees life the way they see it, like through your eyes. Everyone has a different story. Everyone comes out at a different time. Like, shame on me for all of these years not wanting to date a bisexual girl because, oh, because also she likes men. Like, really, if that person is meant to be in your life and to have a monogamous, monogamous relationship with you, you're all that they, like, should matter to them, you know? And it just, it... It, of course, frustrates me, but there's nothing really other I can do than just move forward. But, you know, I just, I just, I feel like if we're so quick to kick someone out of our space, how do we find the receptiveness to let anyone else in? Do I think if we just get our minds off the idea that someone has to fit entirely into their perfect box, it will open up opportunities everywhere. And I'm saying romance, friends, friends of friends that could maybe help you find romance and business partners. If we get out there, meet people on social dating apps, meetups, happy hours, and we just look right in front of us, we will find amazing opportunities that can lead us to the people we want to find connection with. Regardless, I firmly believe that people who are exposed in your life right here, right now, are here in your life for a reason. And they're going to challenge you something, they're going to teach you something about yourself, and they're going to help you grow. So embrace everyone that is in your life right now because the universe is literally screaming to you that they're they're in your life for a reason and you just need to figure out what it is because everything that we think about is a reflection of our reality so i believe that if we focus on ourselves right and become the best version of ourselves then that person will indeed pop up in your life when the time is ready. But here's the catch. In possibly a way you never imagined. So get out there, keep your eyes open, and look at the world, look at people, look at every human like you're seeing it for the first time ever. And I guarantee you, you will find beauty and so much more than what you just expect. Hey, Tiffany here. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at Tiff Unfiltered. That's T-I-F-F Unfiltered. Please share this podcast to your friends, your family, or someone who may be struggling to find understanding, or perhaps even a friend who can relate to the topic of today's episode. Remember, be yourself, be authentic, be outspoken. Until next episode, it's been real. Take care of yourself.